Hello. In today's episode, I would like to talk to you about the Great Northern War. The Great Northern War was a war fought between Poland, between the Poland-Lithuanian Commonwealth, also known as Saxony, Sweden, and Russia. And no, that's not Prussia, it's Russia. The reason that this subject is interesting is that it was the beginning of the end of the Swedish Empire. And the Russians ended up with what is called the Venice of the North. But what I prefer to call the City of Bones. It all started when Augustus II showed the ambition to become the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth's hereditary king for life. He was a, he was a, before this, the monarch was always elected by the Imperial Council. To increase his chances of being elected, Augustus II even converted to Catholicism and was accepted by the Holy Roman Empire. In an effort to become a hereditary monarch, Augustus II of Poland, Saxony, made a deal where if he was to reclaim uh, Livonia from Sweden, they would make him a king for life. Peter I of Russia also had an interest in reclaiming part of the Baltic land back from Sweden. That land historically was part of the Kievan Rus in the early in the early days, but in sixteen seven until sixteen seventeen when it became a Swedish province during the Treaty of Stalbovo. The Treaty of Stalbovo was signed in sixteen seventeen when Sweden wanted all Russian trade to go with the Western world to go through them. Sweden wanted to take as much land from from Russia as possible after the 1610 to 1617 war. However, the treaty was mediated by the British delegation that didn't want to pay higher taxes to Sweden for trading with Russia. As a result, Sweden only received the Ingrian territory after along the Gulf of of Finland. So back to the late 1690s and early 1700s. Shortly after, uh, shortly after a peace treaty with Turkey, which was at that time the Ottoman Empire and its ally, the Crimean Khanate, Peter the Great joined a military alliance with Augustus II. Together, they declared war on Sweden. Thus, in March of 1700, their ally. Denmark invaded Sweden. Five months later, in August 1700, Charles XII, the 15-year-old king of, of Sweden, forced Denmark to surrender. After the Treaty of Traventhal, Denmark withdrew from the war. Without any hesitation, Charles XII sent 8,000 troops to attack the main Russian army. Peter the Great had to hire military people from Europe as the Russian army was not big. So on November 30th, 1700, recently hired Western officers 
many of which didn't even speak Russian. Recently hired Western officers showed themselves as unreliable and incompetent. The old-fashioned cavalry and irregulars, as well as the new infantry, fled the battlefield without a fight. Undisciplined Russian militia lost a major fight at Narva and served as an, inv- and as an awakening call to Peter I. Peter I realized how truly, how truly weak the Russian military was. He quickly regrouped and trained all the administration, finances, and people to the demand of war. New new artillery and army and an ar- and a new army was assembled and trained. He had bronze church bells melted down to make cannons. Meanwhile, after spending a winter in Ukraine, Charles the Twelfth defeated a giant Polish, Lithuanian, and Russian army in the summer of 1701. Over the next two years, Charles XII celebrated victory after victory against the Polish military. At the same time, Peter the Great reorganized and trained his army. Thus, in January of 1702, Peter I defeated the Swedish army in Ingria. Later that year, Peter the Great gained control over the over the Neva Valley, and ten months later, on May 16, 1703, Peter the Great founded St. Petersburg and regained control of the Baltic on the Russian side. These events didn't bother the Swedish crown as Charles continued to fight his closest enemy, Poland. The battles lasted until September 1706, when Charles finally defeated Augustus and and forced him to abdicate the, the crown by the Treaty of Ultranstadt. After a two-year break, Charles sent his, set his sights on the Russian Empire. In 1708, he successfully reached the Dnieper River. At this point, Peter I initiated a scorched earth policy, destroying all the farmland and killing his own people to keep the Swedish from having supplies. In a desperate attempt to expand his supplies, Charles XII decided to march to Ukraine to join up with a Cossack revolt. Peter Alexeyevich found out about the Swedish plans and was able to and was able to put an end to the revolt for P- for Tsar Peter the First, also later crowned Emperor of Russia after winning this war. Well, he was already crowned Emperor of Russia. Put down the Cossack Peter Alexeyevich put down the Cossack revolt, as well as defeating the the Swedish supply column of eleven thousand men in the Battle of Lesnaya. Lesnaya. Peter Peter the First moves left Charles stranded in Russia 
in the middle of one of the coldest winters ever, of seven, the winter of 1708 to 1709. This didn't stop Charles, however. With, with only about 20,000 men troops left, Charles decided to try his fortune at the Battle of Poltava on June 28, 1709. This army was defeated and almost 19,000 men were taken prisoner by the Russians. Charles was humiliated and fled to Turkey. Meanwhile, Peter the Great invaded his ally Poland, reinstated Augustus to the throne, and occupied the Baltic. Over the next nine years, Charles tried different... tried different... tactics to restore the Swedish Empire. He he died in 1718 during an, a military campaign. He died in the, on the battlefield in 1718 during a military campaign in Norway while attacking the fortress of Fredrikston. Finally, in 1721, this treaty of Nystad was signed between Russia and Sweden. Russia emerged as a major European power, finally. But some say that if Charles had simply attacked Russia instead of Poland in the beginning, he would have won the war. But I would like to hear your opinion, so leave your comments below and send me a voice message. Bye.